If you're an entrepreneur, then the work you do is sacred. And this podcast is here to help you create more money, more freedom, and more impact as you do it. Welcome to Sacred Work, the go-to podcast for women in business ready to learn about sacred selling, sales funnels, and online business strategy. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and let's dive into a brand new episode. Hey, my love, welcome back and happy almost new year. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh, we're here. We've got a couple of days left of the year. 2022, what a beauty. (laughs) I think I spoke about this in a recent episode, just about, you know, the power of pausing and reflecting and really looking at what the year has brought you. I think it can be so easy to just be like, oh my God, the year went so fast. I can't believe it. I blinked and 2022 is over. And we all just sort of buy into that. But yeah, that might feel sort of true for you. But at the end of the day, like it's only fast because you're not really taking the time to sort of pause and really reflect on the abundance of the year. Like all of the things. Like there's been 12 months. There's been how many weeks are in a year? 52. <laughs> I think it's 52. I feel like I should have Googled that. You know, 365 days almost. That's a lot of time. I'm not going to keep going and breaking it down into hours and days and blah, blah, blah. But realistically, there's been a lot. There has been a lot, especially coming out the back side of the pandemic. But, you know, obviously a couple of years there, we're like the whole world shut down. We weren't doing anything. And then it was like, boom, here we go. Throwing yourself back into things. And, you know, so much sort of switched back on and we sort of like barreled back in and a lot has happened. And so it has been a really big year. And I just want to congratulate you on that and whatever this year has brought you. I'm proud of you. I'm celebrating you. Even if this year has been pretty shitty and full of challenges, I'm literally celebrating you for getting to this end of it, getting through it. And hopefully there's some beautiful lessons that have happened and transpired through that. So wherever you're at, at the end of this year, just give yourself a little pat on the back and Be proud of yourself and just celebrate yourself just for being here. Like realistically, at the end of the day, here in this moment, right now with me, you should just be proud of yourself. You've done it. We're here. (laughs) And you know what? Also, don't get me wrong. I do love the sentiment of like end of the year, start of the new year, all of that. But also it is just another day. We're just rolling into another day. So like if it hasn't been the best year ever, that's cool. It's fine. We just reset tomorrow. And then the day after that, when I think we're recording this a bit in advance, but I think that that will be in two days. I think it will actually be the new year. So <laughs> happy new year Woo! to you. I did not introduce myself at the start, but my name is Taylor Ray. You can call me Tay. I'm the founder of Sacred Funnels, a global business coach and a marketing mentor to women in business and who those who really want to create impact while cultivating freedom in their businesses. So This episode is really going to be geared towards three things that you can be doing in the new year or at any time, let's be honest, but I'm just going to go with the theme of the end of the year because it's fun. But you can do it next year to grow your business online, you know, wherever you're at in your journey. Maybe you've just got an idea and you're just getting started. Maybe you're a little bit into it. Maybe you're a seasoned entrepreneur. Wherever you are at, there'll be something in here for you. So yeah, I just really wanted to dive in on that. And just help you out with some tips. So let's stop dilly-dallying. We've only got limited time before the end of the year. (laughs) And let's dive into it. So the first thing that I want to talk about is really looking at what you've already got in place. So what I mean by that is offers and services that you already have inside of your business. I um, taught a masterclass inside of my mastermind the other day recently, just really going over different funnel types and things like that that you can utilize inside of your business based on what you've already got going. And it was really beautiful teaching that. My clients were like, oh my gosh, like there's so much that I can be doing. Like there's so many things, there's so many little products and 
little offers and little services that I have that I'm just not leveraging. And I see it all the time, especially for online business owners. They put a lot of time and effort into things that they've created, courses, programs, services, whatever it is. But it's almost like it's just collecting like virtual dust on the internet. It's just sitting in Google Cloud or in their Kajabi and just not really doing anything. And that's a little bit sad. It's like, oh my God, like what you have is amazing. Like I'm sure so many people could benefit from it. But I think a lot of the time we just launch and we put it out there to the world and then it sort of just sits on the shelf virtually, like in the cloud, on the shelf, not doing anything. We just, oh yeah, on to the next and we just create the next thing. And that could even just come down like as a service provider. It might not even be like a physical thing that you've created, like a digital asset or anything like that. But the services that you provide, you might have cultivated a really great offer and maybe it didn't take that well the first time that you put it out there. So you sort of just go, oh, okay, cool, I'll just pivot and I'll post something else. And that's cool. Like that's innovation. And sometimes we need to do that. We need to pivot and change and that's completely fine. But also there might be some things that you have that are really worth revisiting and really looking at how can you set up systems that's really going to allow those passive sales to actually come through for you. When I went through and I broke down six different funnel types for my girls the other day and they were just like, oh my God, like it's kind of obvious, like, but I've just never really thought about doing it. You know, it's beautiful ways of setting up, you know, something along the lines of like a, a tripwire funnel or a SLO funnel, a self-liquidating offer, where, you know, you can have that entry point, you know, where it's something that is very low priced, it's really easy for people, and then you can have upsells off the back. If you're listening to this and you have an online coaching business, say, you've probably got a lot of things that you've created over time, whether they were like different group programs or DIY courses or even just like assets, things that you've created for private clients that you've worked with. Those things can be put together and can be put into a funnel that's actually going to sell without you. And that's ultimately the goal. You know, you want your business to be running for you and working for you. And there are ways to be setting things up so that they can actually sell without you. And that's going to give you that freedom back. And it's also going to give you that freedom of income, which basically means like there's no ceiling. So there's an infinite number of sales that can be made from selling those things because it's not requiring of you in order to sell it. And it's not requiring of you and your time in order to actually facilitate it. That's the first thing that I would really encourage you to look at. You know, what are some of the different funnels? What are some of the different systems that I could set up? I'll just throw some funnel types at you just to sort of give you an idea. And obviously there's a lot to these. So if you do want help with this, please do reach out, send me a DM on Instagram. I've got lots of programs, coaching experiences, courses, things like that, that can help you with this. You can check out my website, taylorray.com.au or please feel free to send me a DM, like I said, and any questions that you have, I'm happy to answer and we can see what works for you. But just some of the different funnels that you could be setting up inside of your business. Like I mentioned, you could have a tripwire funnel, so a low ticket offer or a self-liquidating offer funnel. You could have an evergreen webinar funnel, so like a masterclass that actually runs on its own without you. You could have an evergreen challenge, so like a three-day challenge that people can opt into at any time that then sells into something. Or you might have a continuity funnel. So if you have a membership, extending an opportunity for people to try it out before actually enrolling, but actually inviting that and then nurturing that sale. Or you could have something like a book funnel. You know, if you've got a physical product that you sell where they don't pay anything at the front, but they just pay for shipping and then you can have different upsells off the back of it. So you can have like two, three, four offers literally in the same funnel selling and a percentage of people who go through will actually purchase it. So those are just some of the different funnels that you could be setting up that are going to allow you to really grow your business next year and beyond. Doesn't matter when you listen to this episode. Like I said, it's fun because it's the end of the year, but you can do this at any time. 
Hi, beauty. If you are looking for a way to grow your coaching business without launching constantly or posting daily on social media, then I want to invite you to register for my free funnel masterclass. This is happening very, very soon. And inside of this masterclass, I'm sharing the sacred strategy behind setting up a funnel so you can attract soulmate clients and scale to six figures. There's also a big focus on building freedom within your business, which you know is such a core, core value of how I do things. I'm so excited to be teaching this masterclass soon. So make sure you go and register for your free spot by heading to the link in the show notes below. And yeah, ultimately, that's going to mean that, like I said, you can make more money without having to work more. And that is the goal, isn't it? So there you go. Have a go at it. Like I said, if you have any questions, please do hit me up. We are also doing a end of year promotion for you, which we did mention in the last episode as well. But I have a whole bunch of courses that can help you with all of this. They are listed on my website, taylorae.com.au forward slash shop. And if you use the code Santa at checkout, it will give you 25% off. 25%, 25th Christmas. Do you get it? I thought it would be fun. Anyway, the code is Santa, S-A-N-T-A, and that is going to give you 25% off the courses that are listed in my online shop so that you can get a head start on next year. Okay, the second thing that you can do, and this is a really fun one. I really love this myself. I think it's great to set an intention around it. But what you can do in order to grow your business online next year is really focus on how you're expanding your network. So I think that this is really forgotten by a lot of people. I think we often just go, oh, you know, this is the audience that I have. These are the people that I speak to. And that's it. Like we just literally tap into our own audiences. But at the end of the day, there's literally billions of people (laughs) in the world and online. And some of them are hanging out with you in your space, but some of them are hanging out with other people online. And some of those other people have cultivated really strong, beautiful audiences that are actually a perfect fit for you. Like their audience, they might specialize in one thing, but their ideal client is your ideal client too. You just help them in a different way. You know, you help them in a way that is different, obviously, than what that person is providing, but it's along the same line. So very quick and easy example in the online business world. Maybe one person is really good at helping people with their email nurture sequences and copywriting. And another person is really good at SEO and generating traffic through Pinterest. Like, That could definitely be like two people who are corresponding. They're both helping the same type of client, but in completely different ways. So it's a really cool thing to really think, okay, how am I going to really start to build relationships next year? And also, I think it's important to note here when you are networking, collaborating, building relationships, it's not just about you either. So really do think like, how can I give back? It's the best way to approach creating those connections with other people is not just what can you give me, but what can I give you? And you should be wanting to show up and serve their audience as well in a way that benefits them too. So I think that's important to remember, but there's a lot of different things that you can be doing in terms of networking. So for example, prime, prime example, you're listening to it, get on podcasts, put together a PR kit, a one sheet, a media kit, whatever you want to call it, and start reaching out to people, start pitching yourself to get on other people's podcasts where you can actually bring value. Okay. We get pitches all the time, like day in, day out for people who want to come onto the podcast. Some people are a good fit and you've heard them. Some people maybe not. Some people maybe later. We waitlist them, things like that. So you can be reaching out to people who have podcasts if their audience is, is a good fit and you can actually bring value to their audience. I think it's important not to just like cold spam people. Nobody loves that. I think, like I said, where can you bring value? Can you build that relationship? So can you reach out? Maybe just comment on a few things on Instagram, like 
start to literally just treat it like a person. Like you wouldn't sort of just like run up to someone like in a cafeteria somewhere and just like throw your one sheet at them and be like, put me in a podcast. Like, come on. It's much nicer if, you know, you maybe you went up and you're like, oh my God, I love your shoes. Like, where did you get them? Had a bit of a conversation, things like that. And sort of built that relationship a little bit before you were like, oh, you know what? Like, I'd actually love to share with you how I could help your audience. And if you're ever interested, like, it'd be my honor to like come on and speak to your audience and gift them something for free, like things like that. So that's just one way you can do it. Obviously, podcasts are are massive. Obviously, you can do cross collaborations, things like that on social media platforms. So on Instagram, do lives together. You could do challenges, things like that, that really leverages both of your audiences. And really make sure too, like if you don't have any audience at all, maybe, you know, you've got a very, very small following. You're not going to someone who's got hundreds and hundreds of thousands of your followers on social media and being like, oh, like I want to show up for your audience. Because at the end of the day, that is going to feel a little bit like, okay, cool. Love your expertise. That's great. But like, we're going to put you on our podcast and, you know, you're going to get hundreds of thousands of people exposed to you amazing kind of what's going to happen on your end because the podcaster also wants people to get exposure. So they want to tap into new audiences and things like that as well. Or same thing, like if you're doing a collab on Instagram or something like that, if you've got a thousand followers, don't hit up someone who's got approaching a million and be like, oh, can we do a collab? Like completely different levels in terms of development of audience. So really think like, who can I reach out to who's at a similar level to me and start to build up from there. I think it's very easy to write off people with smaller audiences if you have a smaller audience and to just be like, no, I just want to get in front of the biggest audience. But at the end of the day, some of the smaller communities online are the most engaged and they really trust the people that they're following. And if you have a similar following base, that's going to bring, you know, a similar level of exposure to that person. So again, that's how you're giving back. So I don't want to go too deep into networking and collaborating and things, but start to think a little bit outside of the box. You know, where can you bring value? How can you provide your expertise for free in exchange for exposure and vice versa? If you've got a podcast, pitch yourself, but then bring that person onto your podcast. Like don't make it all about you, but do think about how you can network and get in front of other people. And my third and final tip for you to grow your business in the new year is to make sure that you are doing the thing that I tell you all the time, but I am going to remind you in the spirit of the end of the year, please be nurturing and growing your email list. That's it. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But seriously, it's actually so important. We talk about this all the time. We love social. We love audience on there. That's fantastic. However, do make sure that you are nurturing those people. You are moving them off of the online space and onto your list and you're building the relationship there. You have to email them every day. You might email them once a week, okay? We're just like touching base providing a bit more value, letting them know how they can work with you, things like that. But if your email list has been gathering a little bit of dust and people have been hibernating and having a snooze because they haven't heard from you, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Shake it off. I think a lot of the time we go, oh God, people haven't heard from me. If they hear from me, I'm going to be so embarrassed. Like, what are they going to think? They're not going to think. Some people will unsubscribe and that's completely fine. Other people will be happy to hear from you. Other people will not even notice that you've been absent for as long as you have. They'll just like, oh, cool, and open the email, and that's great. So don't stress. If you haven't been showing up, it's fine. Just set the intention for the new year that you will start reaching out and nurturing your audience and really building that relationship. And if you don't have an email list or you haven't been focusing on growing it, make that something that you do do, do, do. (laughs) But seriously, like make it something that you do prioritize where you maybe develop a different lead magnet or something for free that you can offer. And that becomes a really core part of your marketing strategy going into next year with your call to actions and things like that, pointing towards something that is actually going to help leverage the email marketing side of things within your business. 
Okay, my love, that is it. I hope you have enjoyed this. Like I said, ho, 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 happy new year. Christmas is gone, but that's cool. We're still using that code Santa, S-A-N-T-A at taylorray.com.au forward slash shop for 25% off my digital courses that are going to help you with a lot of the things that we've spoken about today. So I really hope, I wanted to do it again, ho, ho, hope (laughs) that this episode has helped you. I am wishing you the most beautiful end to the year, sending you all the love and just really hope that you go through just feeling good, feeling happy, feeling ready to welcome all that's coming in the year ahead. I hope you stay safe. I hope you and your family stay well. And I will see you in 2023. Much love. Take care. Bye.